Hello and welcome to the Betches Up Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbein. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Up Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends, which is us. Today we're talking about a shooting in El Paso, Texas. And another shooting in Dayton. Will it ever end? Let's get into it. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bat crazy. Ah! You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! Hello, Sammy. I genuinely think that there's a, there was a, like, at this point, in my brain, I will never be able to remember that it was Dayton and not Toledo. Yes. For those of you who don't know, President Trump gave a statement this morning about the two shootings that took place over the weekend, and he confused Dayton and Toledo. Yeah. I and mean, he said Toledo. He said Toledo. Um, I think he's going senile. Yeah. I mean, does he not have it on a piece of paper in front of him? Like, you and I have it on a piece of paper in front of us. I, I wasn't looking at the paper. <laughs> I think that he's not looking at the paper. I know. This is how he said that there were airplanes during the revolutionary war he doesn't know when shootings took place like whatever he doesn't know what's going on but i do yes the shooting was in dayton yes okay um elise what is getting you through the week in trump's america okay um tough week to get through in trump's america but we're grasping at what we can so here's what i've got uh mitch mcconnell fell down Yay. And that's what's getting me through the week. He fell down. He fractured his shoulder uh, in his Kentucky home. Normally, I would not delight in sort of an elderly man being injured. But uh, Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell's different. Do you think it was a karmic fall? I do. I feel I feel that finally the thoughts and prayers they've reached. (laughs) They reached God's ears. And he was like, all right, I'll push over Mitch McConnell. He's like, you guys have to, he's like, I actually already created a society that exists where you guys could pass laws to like prevent this problem. And that was me working with the thoughts and prayers. But since you're not really doing that, I will shove Mitch McConnell down a flight of stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that was also my reaction. Like, I feel bad that I'm, I'm laughing at someone's pain and thinking that they deserve it. But like, here's the thing. If it is karma, I feel like he deserves way worse. I know. I'm like, this is actually the bot, like the tip of the karmic iceberg that should come to this man. It's his warning. I reserve like, like I'm typically when like old politicians die, even like Republican ones. I, I don't like when like there's an immediate, like everyone dunks on them. Like when George H.W. Bush died or when McCain died, people, there's usually like a bunch of people who dunk on them immediately. And I usually am like, I won't do that. These people had families, whatever. But, Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump when they go I will dunk on them immediately yeah also Mitch McConnell didn't die no he didn't die so we can make fun of him but also (laughs) when he dies I will also make fun of him yes (laughs) yes well I mean Mitch McConnell Moscow Mitch yes we should only be referring to him as Moscow Mitch yeah we got to keep the brand strong okay it's Moscow Mitch from Mm -hmm. now on that's the only thing that we've heard that actually has bothered him yeah everything else he doesn't care people called him darth vader he like loves that if you call him like a demon he loves that but moscow mitch really bothered him i know because he knows that he's a traitor yeah and he knows that it's true so anyway moscow mitch's representative said that he's been treated released and is working from home in louisville which seems unfair i want to work from home yeah not in louisville not in louisville but yeah 
like so he 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 gets his his you know karmic slap from god yeah and he now he gets to work from home i know and he's like and back to the back to the very important business of destroying this country from the inside out yes we'll get to him in um just a minute yeah we'll hear more about mitch soon enough yes sammy what's been getting you through this week in trump's america um just a brief break from the shooting news um asap rocky has been released from swedish jail and um Donald Trump to celebrate tweeted the following ASAP Rocky released from prison and on his way home to the United States from Sweden. It was a Rocky week. Get home ASAP ASAP. (laughs) You know that this is like the funniest he's ever been yes i i honestly do believe that it, it is a a cut above what i thought he could do as a wordsmith um <laughs> I, I am impressed i kind of feel like he didn't even think i know it. i'm like someone else wrote this first of all i mean asap asap is not you know it's not that it's big it's not of a quite the sign of the next you know yeah. da vinci it's an a to a connection <laughs> like, yeah it's you connect no dots there. Yeah. But yes. the Rocky Week thing. Yeah. I don't know if if I would have guessed that he could have like thought to use Rocky in another. Yeah. He's using another definition of the term. Yeah. Which and is more deft than I thought he was kind of right. able to It's like connecting accomplish. a dot with a dot that's like one millimeter over. So they're almost the same dot. But. He yes. just connects them so little. So little. Little connection. One is an A to A connection and one is an, to an A.5 connection. Yeah. <laughs> like, Barely. I do keep thinking about ASAP Rocky, like, who I think in his last album, he, like, called Donald Trump a dumbass or something. Yeah. Just finding out that, like, like, first of all, you're dealing with the fact that you have this crazy assault charge in Sweden. You might be going to Swedish jail for two years. It was probably extremely stressful for him. And then to also realize that now Donald Trump, who you hate, is like advocating for like, I always wonder when things like this happen. Like, what if I were put in Swedish jail and then Donald Trump took up my cause? Like, what would I do? I mean, you would you would probably be silent because your yeah. lawyers would tell you to be. Yeah. And then like after it was over, like. The question is, do you say thank you? I know. I'd be like, what would I do? I mean, the other thing is, I don't think that Donald Trump actually got him out in any real way. He just like tweeted about it a bunch. But like the Swedish government was like, we don't care about the U.S. president's tweets. We have laws in our country. Um, But it is interesting. Like, what would you do if Donald Trump saved you? I I would say thank you. I would be like, thank you for saving me. But and then like, go be like, thank you for saving me. But. Like, here's my agenda. Right. But here's my question. Would that then like put you on put you on his radar in ways that might be harmful down the line? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, if ASAP Rocky came out and made a statement that was like, I appreciate the president's like help, but you know, I think what he's doing at the border is fucked up or whatever he would potentially choose to say. I think he's racist, whatever. Donald Trump would immediately send out like 15 tweets that were like ungrateful rocky yes like wow didn't realize we had such a rocky relationship (laughs) we'll be deleting your number asap (laughs) (laughs) i mean i i think i'd probably say thank you and then go about what i usually do which is insult him it would be putting like a i mean people would come for you in a crazy way i definitely don't want donald trump to ever speak to or about me no i think that that's just true i I don't want him involved in my life any more than he unfortunately currently is it's so weird that like this man who i think about 
probably hundreds of times a day has doesn't even know I exist. I know. It's also funny, like online when you say things and sometimes you'll get a reply person that's like, wow, Donald Trump living rent free in your mind. Like, like you're obsessed with the president. I'm like, he's the president. Yeah. It's not actually crazy for me to be concerned and interested in what he's doing. He's the president of me, unfortunately. Yeah. So it's not like I'm like tweeting about like the daily goings ons of like Hillary Duff's life. And it's like, well, why are you so obsessed with Hillary Duff? It's like, no, this is the president. Like I'm obsessed with him because he's He's the president. He's hurting people. Yeah. And like he makes decisions that affect me. Yeah. I mean, the number of people who live rent free in his mind is like, is kind of ridiculous for someone who is the president. I know. It's like a Trump tower full of just people. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that would be a funny graphic. Like, all the people living, living in rent, Trump Tower. Rent. Wow. Someone make that graphic. Maybe we make it. Maybe we make no it. No one make it. We're don't, yeah. It. You don't make it. We're we going to make, make it. it. <laughs> Stand by for the graphic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So ASAP. ASAP is out of jail. Okay. I. It just shows that Trump has never listened to music or like. Anything. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe he's listened to music, but I don't think he has. Especially not this music. What music do you think? Like, I don't think he listens. To I don't music. think that he listens to music. Because it's happiness. It's sort of like dogs and music and... Right? You know? I wonder, like... Because Obama would release, like, a playlist every year, and it was always, like, a great playlist. Trump's playlist would be, like, a series of jingles written by, like, Stephen Miller and Kellyanne Conway, where it's just, like, Donald Trump is the man! Donald yeah, Trump honestly is so hot! probably all like, the rap songs from, like, 2005 that he was mentioned in. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that would be his playlist. But I also feel that it would be, like, kind of like circus tunes about yeah. him. <laughs> Yeah, just like dun 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 dun. dun. Trump is great. Yeah, <laughs> like it would be like some weird funhouse carnival music, but like all about his name. And yeah. then maybe Ivanka would get a song. Yes, maybe uh, that. <laughs> you know what he wouldn't include? Tiffany's song that she released, <laughs> "Like a Bird." There's no way. He would no, include. there's no way he, he would include. No, she did that. He has. He's like, what? Tiffany did what? Who's <laughs> Tiffany? <laughs> like, oh my god. Oh, poor Tiff. Should we get into the main news, which is not fun and very sad? Yeah. I'm glad we had this like moment of levity. Uh, Yeah. I think it was nice to start it out with kind of, you know, Mitch McConnell falls down. (laughs) It's very funny. (laughs) Trump. Trump has a soundtrack. Okay. Okay. Um, We're getting into the stories from the weekend, which is just terrible. Yeah. It's there's no words for this. Yeah. Um, On Saturday, there was we'll just talk about both of them. On Saturday, there was a shooting in El Paso, Texas. And on Sunday, 13 hours later, there was a shooting in Dayton, Ohio. Yes. Um, In El Paso, a gunman killed 20 people and injured 26. Uh, The gunman is a 24-year-old white male who posted a racist anti-immigrant manifesto uh, online on the website 8chan. Uh, 8chan, by the way, was also linked to the Christchurch massacre and the Poway synagogue shooting. It's like when 4chan doubled down literally on racism, they became 8chan. Yes. And now, like, even the founder of 8chan says that it should be shut down because it's yes. so toxic. It's like when you would have... This is this analogy is a stretch, but I'm going to go for it. You know when you would have A4 Loco, the original flavor, and it's like, well, this is pretty bad. Like, I shouldn't have drank this. Yeah. But then you have... You go... Ocho Loco. <laughs> and now it's a really dire situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's and like that's, that. That is the 4chan to 8chan link. I don't think anyone ever died from 4 Loco, though. There I were, don't know, ha- but they banned it. 
well, you know what they haven't done with guns. Exactly. Yeah. We had one crazy summer and they banned Four Loco. Yeah. And now we can't ban guns. Yeah. Anyway, you have <laughs> decades of murderous of murderous rampages and you can't even you can still get a gun at like no. a fucking general we store. We banned jewel flavors in like our, it's like you have one summer where people have fun with the thing and then we ban it, but like not with guns. Right. Well, that's America for you. Okay, so this guy whose name we're not going to name. Mm-hmm. He drove 10 hours to El Paso specifically because it was a border town. Because he said that because he knew that there were people who crossed the border and then go there. Yeah. Seven of the 20 victims were Mexican nationals. So this was actually a tragedy between both countries. Yeah. And it was also Texas's tax free weekend. So there were a ton of people shopping. Yes. And it's back to school season. So I was hearing like this Walmart was actually at capacity when people when the gunman came in because it's tax-free weekend and back to school so people were there shopping with their children which is horrifying trying to get gear up for the new school year which just makes me like I mean these things are so sad but I remember like when I would go back to school shopping that was such a fun day and you would like pick out all your like you know you would pick out all your supplies and I would be like I'm gonna get like this pink Pink. notebook and like who am I gonna be this year with all my new supplies I feel like we would have been friends in fourth grade yeah Yeah. (laughs) Uh, for sure Um, and like you get markers and you get stickers yeah and imagine that being like forever tainted it's like it's not like those kids even if you know it's like PTSD When, 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 when people go to combat they get PTSD when they hear like like loud, loud noises, noises and stuff and you're like how is how, i don't know how people can like go out and leave their house after something like this happens even if you're not like one of the victims yeah. well i'm sure large crowds are really scary i'm sure loud noises are really scary i'm sure a lot like i'm, I'm sure a lot of things are going to be triggering that we couldn't even imagine because of just like whatever like i don't know maybe something catches your eye as you're running out the door for this and then suddenly that item that caught your eye is forever linked to this and it causes you a panic attack every time you see whatever thing like it's the the effects are endless yeah so tell me, tell me if you share this mm-hmm. feeling. I didn't used to feel this way, but I would say about like two years ago, I started getting really freaked out when I go into like a congested area yeah. and like I start thinking about like, where would I hide? Where would I run? I'll be honest. I sit in this podcast room and I face the door for that reason. Yeah. I mean, I, um, I, it started, def- I would say also about two years ago that I started noticing when I'm in an area where I'm like, this feels not safe. This feels like something, this feels like if, if something were to happen, if someone, if a mass shooter were to come here, it would be really bad. Sometimes I feel that way in like a crowded subway station. Oh yeah. I've thought Chaotic. about that. Like a lot of times, like if I'm, if it's like rush hour and I'm transferring at union square, I'm like, th- I, I get like, I've, I've had like actual, panic. not panic attacks, but like, I've started to get hot and like scared and I'm like, I need to get out of here right now because I do not feel safe and I do not know who these people are. And like, it makes you suspicious of your fellow person. Like you're just looking around like, well, does that guy look creepy? Does he seem scary? What's in his backpack? Like, and I think that we don't like, we feel this way, but I mean, I've never shared that, but I'm sure I know a lot of people, I've never shared it like publicly, but I do think that a lot of people feel that way. And just thinking about the effect that that has on on the country mm-hmm. that many that let's say 50% of people might have that feeling. Yeah. Like 
the effect that that has on like the overall populace is kind of frightening because you have yeah. a country there everyone's like afraid of who's gonna shoot them like yeah. what the hell and I you know one thing that I've always taken a lot of joy in is like seeing a movie opening weekend and like that really awesome experience of like seeing a new movie the opening weekend and everybody's in the theater like I, I really like especially to see like scary movies opening weekend because I think it's like really fun and now there's always also this thing in the back of your head that's like but also where's the exit Right, but here's the thing. It's like a movie. It could be anywhere. I know. That, at this point, it's like the garlic festival last weekend. Right. Like a gar Like what What even what is a garlic festival? But like, yeah. Like you're just walking at some like wholesome family event. Yeah. And it's. Anywhere that people gather at this point is. And that's why I'm a loner. At a risk. Um, <laughs> but okay. So after the shooter started shooting, it took police six minutes to respond. They arrived on the scene and the suspect got out of his vehicle unarmed and just walked over to them. So he was arrested and charged with murder. Um, this is one of the 10 deadliest shootings in U.S. history. And I do want to point out that Texas has a lot of people carry guns on them in Texas. Yes. And there were lots of people in the Walmart who had guns on them. Yes. And what I think doesn't get said enough about this bad guy with a gun can be stopped with a good guy by a gun argument is that in a chaotic shooting situation, you see multi you see multiple people with guns. How are you supposed to know who is the good guy and who is the bad guy? Right. Like they don't wear pennies, like which team they're on. Right. They're just like, they're just the one who's shooting or maybe they're not for a second, but maybe you think that they're the person who's supposed, who's the good guy. And you just don't know. It's deeply traumatic and chaotic. And like, how is that supposed to, how does even the guy with the gun know who the shooter is? Exactly. Right. Because that, that makes me think, you know, there's probably multiple, it's a Texas Walmart. There's probably multiple people in there with guns who would consider themselves quote unquote, good guys with guns. So let's say two good guys with guns, pull out their guns. They start trying to take down the original shooter. Good guy. One sees good guy two. He doesn't even know if that's a good, like they're yeah. not wearing a badge that says like good guy with gun. Yeah. Maybe they you should make them. They should make them identify themselves. Yeah. <laughs> like it just, I mean, also, who the fuck thinks that having multiple people shooting indiscriminately into a crowd is a good way to solve the problem? Plus the problems it creates for, like, witness reports. So you have witnesses and they're all describing. Let's say it wasn't a situation where the shooter turns himself in. Yeah. Or is shot. Let's say it's a shooter who you have a manhunt kind of yeah. situation, which we've seen before. Yeah. We've seen that. So you have then multiple descriptions of different people. How... Is that supposed to help the hunt for the, the criminal the real criminal? And then maybe they find the criminal and he's like, no, I was one of the good guys with a gun. I was only shooting because I was trying to help everybody. Right. And then it's like, how do you it just creates an insane amount of chaos. And whenever people in general, I'm just done with all the arguments against gun control. I'm fucking done. I can't engage with people who are like, it's mental illness. Like, we're not the only country with mental illness. We're the only country where this is happening. Also, I know plenty of mentally ill people who, who have never anyone. shot anyone, never even thought of buying a gun. It is in no way. Maybe someone who is mentally ill does insane things. You know, like mental illness leads to suicide, leads to people killing others. But it's not. That's not the cause of all of these mass shootings. No. You can't say that for every single one. Maybe even like you could say Sandy Hook. Yeah. The guy like did have mental, like really bad mental illness, but like he was able to get the gun. Exactly. We're not the only country with people who are mentally ill who are reading yeah. 8chan 
It, yeah, online. And if you want to blame mental illness and someone is mentally ill to the extent that they would commit a mass shooting, they would probably be stopped by a background check. Yeah. If if they're that mentally ill. Yes. If you're like medium mentally ill, but you're one of the people who could get triggered, maybe you wouldn't be stopped by a background check, but maybe you wouldn't be mentally ill, quote unquote, enough to do the shooting. So it's like none of these arguments make any sense. It's just a bunch of fucking selfish babies who have in my opinion, small penises. Yep. And, and a they, gun fetish. And, and a, they're obsessed yeah. with guns. And like, the I pe- just, am nothing, the, the gun is, in my opinion, a, an overcompensation for feeling small, small, yes. <laughs> feeling small in many yeah. various ways. I just am done. Like, even when I was writing the newsletter today, I, I was like, I was thinking about all the points I wanted to make and what, what stats we should talk about. And I'm like, we've talked about these. Common sense people know them. The majority of Americans support background checks. The majority of Americans support making it so that yeah. mentally ill people can't get guns. The majority of Americans support stricter gun laws in general. And people who don't support that, they're just going to throw out nonsense. And I'm just done trying to even combat it with reason yeah. or facts. Just to back what, up what you just said, 93% of Americans support background checks for all buyers. 89% of Republicans also support that. The fact that this cannot get through, and I will say right now, Mitch McConnell, as we speak, Mos- mm. Moscow Mitch, as we mm-hmm. speak, is blocking a background check bill. It's called H.R. 8, Bipartisan Background Checks Act of 2019. Already it's passed to the House. Two, 240 to 190 in February. Eight Republicans joined almost all the Democrats, and they would prohibit person-to-person firearm transfers unless a background check can be conducted. So you can't, like get a gun from your friend because right now if you buy a gun at a gun show there's no background check there's a loophole it's like if you can you can buy a gun from like an individual person or from a uh, a gun show and you don't it's no one checks you it's totally fine yeah you can just get it from your friend so right now that is what mitch moscow mitch is blocking but it yeah um so just to go into what happened in dayton because we haven't given those details yet so Dayton there was a shooting in Dayton Ohio 13 hours later uh, the 21 year old gunman was killed at the scene he was able to kill nine people including his own sister because he and he had gone out with his sister to this event I guess he was wearing body armor at one point he injured 31 people but he was killed by um, law enforcement in less than a minute they neutralized, quote unquote, him in 30 seconds. So he was able to kill nine people and injure 31 people in 30 seconds. A good guy with a gun doesn't even have the time. The good that, guys with a gun shot and killed him. But he was able to do this. Right. That, that's the that's the other piece of this is that. There's a difference between like a gun for protection. I understand if someone wants a gun in their home and they've had, you know, they've been psychologically evaluated and they have, you know, had a waiting period like so that it's like a decision. Like buying a gun should not be an easier decision than buying a car. Yeah. Like it shouldn't be like an easier decision than adopting a fucking puppy. Yeah. Which you have to do like a 10. It takes like 10 days to get like your, your verified. They ask for references from people. And it's like the fact that it's harder to rescue a dog That's so true. in America than it is to get a gun is insane. Well, it's insane. And and these guns that people are getting, they are they're they are literally war weapons that people use in like Iraq. Yeah. And they're they're you're able to kill nine people in thirty, 30 seconds. seconds. Like kill you take a human fucking life like the number like there's gonna be nine funerals for 30 seconds of time right and like 
I don't know. Remember, obviously, at school shootings, we've had all these people who are like, the teachers should be armed, which is psychotic on every level. We we know that. But this goes to show. So let's say we have an armed teacher. They go into their desk. They get out the gun. 30 seconds passed. Nine dead children. 30 yeah. injured dead children in 30 seconds. And then the teacher who who says that this teacher is trained is, well is, i guess that's part of it is you're supposed to be training the teacher oh, oh yeah that's now yeah. part of so like, now the teacher's strapped she has a gun an active gun on her just in case for like easy quick draw <laughs> access like what yeah it's right and also okay so in schools it's teachers who is what is it like the rabbi in synagogue has yes, one now like yeah. oh he's just gonna you know looks up from the torah gets his gun out mm-hmm. like what is like what is the what are these people picturing that's yes. what i don't understand like what what about at the garlic festival do all the vendors of the garlic mm-hmm. there now have to be armed yeah the mascot that's dressed as a clove yeah, is also guy, packing underneath yeah <laughs> like, the guy the guy sweeping popcorn off the movie theater floor now yeah. he's packing he like what is this world that they're picturing the garlic festival also had security and metal detectors going into the garlic festival that's but scary. that guy jumped the fucking fence and broke in Oh, so it's just like every single time they put up these arguments at this point, I'm just like, these arguments are in bad faith. We know they're fucking fake. They're easily dismantled within two seconds. You have nothing to say. And I'm done engaging with them. I'm just done even trying to fight with those people because I'm just like, you just are clinging to this for your own personal reasons because you don't want to lose your guns. And it's you have gotten it. You're so far deep into the Republican ideology that you can't admit that anything is wrong with any policy that you've supported. So it's just like, I'm just done with all of it. I completely agree with you, but it's also scary that because when we all feel the way you feel and I feel yeah. obviously when when everyone in the country feels that way like where are we we're like civil war status like I don't understand where that goes when neither side like where it's at the point where it's like I will not even accept your argument anymore yeah. because there are people dying um, but so with this with this Dayton shooter it's unclear what his motives were um, at the their authorities say they have found writings indicating that he had an interest in killing people and that and classmates say he had a hit list mm-hmm. the fact that he shot his sister gives it a weird yeah a weird flavor um yeah i don't understand exactly what happened there six out of the nine victims were black but i think that there wasn't as of what they know so far there was not a racial or political motive but like at the same time like they are still dead yeah so i don't really to to me this is not all we're gonna get into the white supremacy yes chapter of this conversation but but as for this guy, it, it, the, the point is it doesn't matter. Yeah. Why? It could be because you're white supremacist. It could be because you just Felt are. Like yeah. Like he's just, you know, one of these disaffected, mentally ill white guys that society left behind who feel like they want to make a name for themselves, whatever. Like it doesn't really matter why. Right. It matters that you're able, like it matters that these people are able to easily execute these plans for whatever reason they have come up with to execute them. Yeah, and um, before just we're going to get into the white supremacy piece, but but I just wanted to call out another bill that Moscow Mitch is currently blocking. Mm -hmm. Um, It's called HR one 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 two, and it basically extends the um, background check waiting period to ten days. So firearms dealers need to wait for a response from the background check system before the the sale can proceed, and they need to wait ten days. And then if they haven't, as of right now. 
if the background checks don't respond in three days, they can make the sale. But now it extends it to 10 days. So it just like gives a little extra time right? for the victims. These are such small marginal live. changes, but we can't even get these through, obviously because of the NRA, because of Mitch McConnell. Well, the NRA is like so fucked. We have a bonus episode yes. actually about this. Uh, it was a, probably about two or three months ago. It's with Chris Brown from the mm-hmm. NRA, K-R-I-S. Her name's in the episode title. And the NRA is just like structurally fucked. Yeah. And I think that honestly a lot of their money, of course I'm saying this, was from the Russians and and basically funneled through the NRA to the Republicans and to Trump. And so that's why that's why nothing is being done because yes. Moscow, we know which side Moscow Mitch is on. Yes. And he will do everything he can to protect not just Republicans, but them in particular the nra has lost a lot of power which is good i mean they still feel like it it. doesn't feel like it but they they've been in crisis for a while they had to get rid of their nra tv or whatever so now dana loesch doesn't have a fucking weird like youtube channel to it she can't just insult people like on webcam or something no now she just has to tweet her thoughts she Uh, did say something insane last week i don't remember what it is because everything just goes by and yeah who knows but they have been like in chaos and they're losing a lot of members and they are losing a lot of money but like their influence still exists because they still even though they're losing a lot of money they still have a lot of money and they're they still have this influence i think they don't actually have a lot of money they probably just have a lot of like clout so they can they can stay afloat but i think that you know why the nra is failing because an organization that does not live in reality yes. can't survive. No. It's not possible. So Republicans live on this Roger Ailes created Fox News diet for 20 years now. So they can't sustain themselves for that much longer because these are people who don't live in according to the reality yes. that exists. And reality keeps grabbing them back. Like, like the NRA can say whatever the fuck they want, but two mass shootings in a weekend speaks for itself. They can say whatever they can put out their weird agenda but there comes a point where reality gets you you know and you can't pretend like there weren't two mass shootings this weekend or well they they just pretend they're like you know it's like not our problem like like the second amendment yeah i guess that said there are people who are literally conspiracy theorists alex jones people who think that all of these are made up which is a whole other avenue should we talk about the white supremacy issue yeah um, okay, so we talked a little bit about the El Paso shooter uh, in his manifesto on 8chan. I think we should just call it like a rant. Yeah. It's it's a rant. A manifesto it's really does like, like elevate it to yeah, this manifesto weird... Manifesto sounds like it has it's a book with like a binding and a publisher. Yeah, when really it's just like a note that you typed into your phone when you were half asleep and then you read it the next morning and you're like, oh my God, I have to delete this. This yeah. is embarrassing. It is no more... No more legitimate than Taylor's Tumblr yes. rant of a few weeks ago. You may remember. That is. So, okay. He posted a rant on 8chan that explicitly targeted Hispanics. Again, remember, he drove 10 hours to a border town because he specifically wanted to kill Hispanic people. It's a lot of time to think about what you're about to do and maybe chicken out. And he also referred specifically to getting rid of an invasion of Hispanics in the United States. I wonder where... He would get the idea that Hispanics are invading the United States. I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to play a clip of the president. (laughs) I'm now going to play a clip of Donald Trump in May of this year at a rally uh, laughing when a crowd suggested shooting migrants. 
We don't let them, and we can't let them use weapons. We can't. Other countries do. We can't. I would never do that. But how do you stop these people? You can't. There's no... That's only in the panhandle you can get away with that statement. So just to recap what we just heard, basically Trump is talking about how we can't let migrants have weapons. Yeah. Because everyone else has weapons, but not them. And then he says, what do we do with these people? Someone in the crowd shouts, shoot them. And he laughs and says, only in the panhandle. You know, here we get another glimpse into the president's sense of humor. Yeah. Like, that's the biggest laugh line he's gotten. Yeah. And, and the crowd loved it. Like, the like, joke killed. Like, re- yeah, like, Republicans think that, like, Literally. the least funny things are funny. Like, they think, like, calling Hillary, like, Hitlery is yes. funny. Like, oh, you're so. Oh, bummer. Oh, bummer. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm laughing because it's dumb. Yeah. Yeah, they have a really bad sense of humor. And he thinks that this is a funny joke. Like, only in the panhandle can I say that we shoot brown people. Ha ha ha. Yes. So, also, I mean, we remember that he said white supremacists were very fine people on both sides. He, remember the caravan? Where does someone get an idea that Hispanic people are invading the United States? Maybe it's because ahead of the 2018 election, the president touted a conspiracy that thousands of Hispanic people were marching to our border and going to invade the United States. And then guess what? That didn't happen and the election happened and he never talked about it again. Oh no, he did talk about it mm. during the shutdown. Oh right. Yes. The caravan was back. The caravan, the came- caravan took a, took a rest and then it came back yeah. two months later. The caravan was back. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's what, here's the thing. George Conway tweeted this, um, a thread of basically what would happen, how like this morning Trump gave a speech um, where he was like semi-apologetic and like serious for about two seconds. Yes. But we'll that's the one where that. he said Toledo instead yeah. of Dayton. We'll yeah. get to that later. But so he, he gives a speech. He like he sees that no one takes it seriously because he has no credibility yeah. on this, obviously. And then he starts to get mad that no one took his serious speech seriously that his babysitter made him do. Yeah. So he gets mad and he like freaks out. And then he walks back the serious, semi-nice statement, Mm -hmm. and he goes back to like, oh, but you know, they're very fine fine Nazis on both sides, like with a a new statement. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, that's what he does again and again. So he like earns some sort of like tap on the back from the media for like half executing like a semi-acceptable speech where there were sentences. Yeah. Kind of. And then when he like doesn't get enough praise for it, He then goes back to the racism because his supporters don't. That's what they want. And now and, you know, even so in his statement, he did call for bipartisan gun legislation, which is like, okay, good. Sign it. I hope you sign it. But he's also been dancing around this being like, it's also a mental health issue. And it's like, okay, well, if you believe that, why hasn't your party done anything on mental health? First of all, then they're like, it's video games. And I'm like, first of all, that's not true. Because we're not the only country with video games and we're not the only country with mental illness. But also that has been um, refuted by scientific studies. But if you actually thought that, why then are there no bills to combat that? Right. Like if they actually think that it's a mental health issue, why isn't there a bill to increase mental health access to mental health facilities? Why isn't there a bill? I don't know. Doing something about video games. I don't know what they would put in a explicit content on the video game. I don't know. But why isn't there anything? It's because they know they know the argument is in bad faith. They just can't admit that it's about guns and they have to say something. 
The point is that it's in bad faith. Yes. He also blamed the media. He says the media has a big responsibility to life and safety in our country. Fake news has contributed greatly to the anger and rage that has built up over many years. News coverage has, has got to start being fair, balanced, and unbiased, or these terrible problems will only get worse. It's like the media is covering your ass all the right. fucking time. No one can think about anything else other than like, like you know, Air Trump. Yeah. Like, it's really just, it's crazy. I know. It's like the media is a part of it in that they air clips of you and yeah. things that you have said and then those th- people hear them. Like, it's because people hear you, dude. <sighs> yeah. He's, he says that the internet has provided a dangerous avenue to radicalize disturbed minds and perform demented acts. You are the one doing it on the internet. Right? Have you read your fucking Twitter feed? Yeah. You, it's, it's just a lot. That is going on. It's Um, a lot. I have another clip that I want to play. Okay. Uh, So Beto O'Rourke from El Paso was asked about this, uh, and he had a very good response. Is there anything in your mind that the president can do now to make this any better? Uh, What do you think? Um, You know the he's been saying? He's he's been calling Mexican immigrants rapists and criminals. I, I, I don't know. Like, members of the press, what the it's these questions that you know the answers to. I mean, connect the dots about what he's been doing in this country. Um, he's not tolerating racism. He's promoting racism. He's not tolerating violence. He's inciting racism and violence in this country. Beto. Okay, Beto. Great. This is what Finally. we... I'm like, this is the Beto that we all loved back in the midterms. Yeah. Thank you for calling that out. Like, this is this is also what kills me when they ask questions of the president. Yeah. They ask him shit, and then it gives him an opening to say his bullshit. Yeah, to spew more hate and stuff. I love this, because you know what? I'm done with... Like, like this is not a politics as usual situation. This is crazy. And you know what? Maybe we do need to just say what the fuck is going on instead of being like, well, I find it very un- unsavory that these things are happening in like political speak. It's like, no, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck do you think? Yeah, I mean, to some degree, the media is to blame for how Trump has been covered because they they feed questions that open an opportunity for him to give his message Mm -hmm. but his message is harmful they also air these rallies in their entirety completely unchecked showing him saying these horrible statements as we heard showing his supporters laughing after them and those get broadcasted to a wide network of people who are being radicalized on the internet and it all feeds into itself and it has the same effect that like Russian propaganda does. Yeah. Like when you, I watched, oh God, you got to watch The Great Hack on Netflix. Ugh. It basically shows yes. how Cambridge Analytica and all these fake political ads affected the election um, and holds Facebook kind of accountable for it, which is nice. Um, but it, this is like, but the point is that even if you know something is propaganda and it's fake and it's like a lie created by who the hell knows, it still has an effect on your brain. So, playing clips of Trump all the time saying things, even if you like can laugh at it or like you can be like, this is ridiculous, whatever, he's insane. It still goes into your brain. And if you're not like a high information, progressive liberal, you're just someone who kind of like swims around the middle and doesn't pay attention and like really like have a strong conviction yet. That will affect people's opinions. Yeah. That affects people's views because regardless of whether or not it's true and whether or not you know it's ridiculous, there's someone who has the seal of the president yeah. saying these things. Yes. So. So um, let's actually just play the clip of him accidentally saying Dayton instead or instead saying Toledo instead of Dayton. Sorry. Now, now we're confused. <laughs> 
<laughs> now I'm fucking confused. That's how it goes. Does it, do you literally just an example of what you were just saying. President Trump said the wrong thing. And now I'm saying the wrong thing, even though I know the right thing. Yeah. Even though I just talked about Dayton for 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah. You know what? We're going to download this. So hold on. It's crazy. May God bless the memory of those who perished in Toledo. May God protect them. Do you think that that pause for one second after he was after he said Toledo was him being like, I think that maybe I said something wrong. No, I think he just does the sniffles because it's a nervous tick. Yeah, because he rails at her all before he gives every speech. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, according to someone who worked on The Apprentice, that he needs to take Adderall to read. Um, <laughs> I mean, no, he's not taking it. He's, he's snorting, snorting it. it immediately before press conferences so that he can read a teleprompter. Right, so he's trying to make sure the powder doesn't like come dripping out. Yeah. It's like a Imagine if he sneezed storm. one and was just like... Blue. <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh shit there's blue powder everywhere yeah. he's like oh my extended release <laughs> i mean i feel like he's an instant release guy i don't think he wants to wait around no he has no fucking patience no 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 he's an instant release guy for sure so one other thing i wanted to mention is just uh what other countries have done uh, to kind of underscore how this problem is uniquely American. So uh, let's just go through three examples. In the United Kingdom, after a gunman killed school children and a teacher at the Dunblane Primary School in Scotland in 1996, the United States, the United Kingdom, not the United States, banned handguns and no school shootings have taken place in the United Kingdom ever since. By contrast, uh, after a gunman killed 26 people, including 20 children, at Sandy Hook in 2012, we did nothing. We, like conspiracy theorists, harassed the parents, and Republicans made fun of President Obama for crying. So that's cute. Um, <laughs> what? Handguns. Handguns. Handguns for one child. They have one of the oh, most... A child and a teacher. They have um, a like some of the most restrictive gun laws in... The Western world or whatever. I remember when I went to the UK, there was, I can't remember what museum it was, but they had like guns in like a case and they were all guns that were bought back during this because a lot of, a lot of these countries, what they do is they do a gun buyback. So they'll ban a certain type of gun and they'll be like, if you have it, the government will buy it back from you. Right. So you get It seems like a great way to stimulate the economy. Uh, in Australia, after a gunman killed 35 people in a popular tourist spot in Port Arthur, Tasmania in 1996, Australia banned rapid fire weapons and offered to buy back prohibited firearms. They have had one mass shooting event since since 1996. Um, meanwhile, when a gunman opened fire at the Route 91 Harvest Music Festival in Las Vegas, killing 58 people and injuring over 500 people back in 2017, we did nothing until finally banning bump stocks earlier this year. Uh, and currently, Americans are 25 times more likely to be murdered with a gun than in any country on Earth. In New Zealand, after the Christchurch massacre, which we all remember was earlier this year, New Zealand banned mil military-style semi-automatic weapons within six days. Six yeah. days this year. I mean... It's just funny because remember like growing up and like you're taught like, oh, America, we live in the best country. Yeah. Like you're so lucky to live here. Like everyone wants to come here, which is true still. Like they do want to come here. Yes. But I see this on like, what's the best about it? Like what's the best about living in a place where like the citizens like mass murder each other? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that it. 
Like that's a cult that that is like a cultural marker of America. Like if you think about it. Like, yeah. We don't have health care. Everybody's getting shot. I think I think that that sentiment came from, you know, this po- this MAGA era, like the post-World War II America that everybody thinks about where we've got all these jobs and the economy's booming and there's a middle class and you can get a little house and you can provide for your family Can't and you can house. live with dignity. This brings us to one more thing, uh, which is just a fun fact for everybody. Uh, the last time the federal government limited go- gun ownership, the Lion King was in theaters. It's in theaters again. It's in theaters again. So I feel like that's a pretty good uh, sign a, that we should do something again. It's a mirror. It's a yes. Uh, this happened with the federal assault weapons ban under Bill Clinton in 1994. It was a part of the, the 94 crime bill, which has come up a lot lately for less savory reasons. Yes. Um, mass shootings dropped considerably afterwards and rose even more considerably when it was allowed to lapse. Uh, the act was temporary. It lasted only 10 years. And Bush and the GOP let the ban expire in 2004. Obama tried to renew it in 2013 after Sandy Hook, but they did not let him. The Senate stood in its way. Again, Mitch McConnell is a demon. And... <laughs> Moscow Mitch. <laughs> Moscow Mitch is a demon. And in the 20 years since the 1999 Columbine shooting, the U.S. has had 88 mass shootings. I feel like there's more. I think maybe that's talking about school shootings. Because there's more than that even has been in this year. Yeah. There's been more mass shootings this year than um, days in days. the year. So I think that maybe that's... Com- we'll, think, we'll check that stat. I but there's been a lot. I think it must be school. Yeah, it must be school. But I feel like there's even more than that. Okay, whatever. I don't know. Either way, it's a mess and we got to do something. But what? I know because it's donate to every town for yeah. America, for every town for gun safety, donate to um, the Brady campaign. Yeah. Can donate to Moms Demand Action. You can call your re- elected representatives. You can make sure that as we're going into 2020, anyone that you do support has a robust gun policy. I'm almost starting to feel like the most effective place for everyone to put their political energy would be to getting Mitch McConnell. Yes, I was actually just about to say that if you guys um, you guys should donate to Amy McGrath. Yeah, I think that would solve so many problems. It's either we either have to get him out of office like by getting him out in Kentucky or we have to take the Senate. One of those two things has to happen because until then he doesn't care. But here's the thing. Taking I, the Senate's really hard. Taking the Senate's really hard at this point. It's getting even harder because we're like basically living under like progressively more minority rule every yes. time we have an election. But I think that getting, getting him personally, yes, I think will do a lot. We're removing him. He cannot be this, uh, the leader, the leader of the Senate. He cannot be majority Dear leader. leader. Because do he won't notice, do anything. Do you know that he goes by like his staff? Do you, you listen to the Embedded Podcast? Yes. You're the one who told me about it. Mm-hmm. How they have to call, they have referred to him as the leader. And I noticed <sighs> that on Twitter, his name is Leader, leader McConnell. McConnell. Yeah. Well, he, lo- he loves being the leader who doesn't do anything. Who he stops everything. Dear leader. The, the founding fathers did not intend for the Senate to be a fucking graveyard. 
for legislation. Like, that's not what this is supposed to be. And he has broken our system. There are so many things that the founding fathers did not intend. Yeah. And there's no reason why the Second Amendment cannot be repealed. No. You know and what? We should end with that. And that's us. That's the <laughs> radical takes. <laughs> All right, guys. Until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbach. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. Betches.